What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is Tuesday, January 28th. Back to our typical format today. We're starting with our Laura Sports Rundown, going into our wing review, bringing Go to the Week back this week. Still sticking with uh, which movie has Trent not seen, doing questions from the fans, Coach's Corner, and finishing out with uh, Dad Joe. Diving right into that sports recap. Unfortunately, our women's basketball team did drop their game to Luther. But within that game, Marissa Schroeder surpassed 1,000 career points. Our men's basketball team beat Luther 84-46. to We had a great weekend on the mat for that wrestling team. That wrestling team went 4-0. and And the highlight of that weekend, Guy Patron upset number one in the country from Coke. In the track and field, they had another outstanding weekend. As they outperformed, they both won the SAU Inventational. So that was a good weekend. Check out dohawks.com for that upcoming schedule this week. All right, that brings us to our wing review, which was kind of a special wing review this week. We went back to Hilltop. It was our number one ranked wing of all of the 20 places that we had been so we wanted to revisit it and see if it still you know held true to the scores we gave it from week number one and uh do we want to break the news to him or how do you want to do it yeah i mean honestly it might have been better than the first time i had it (laughs) yeah it Um, it did hold up we we gave it a very high rating once again we kind of had low expectations going in just because we thought hey maybe we were just a little bit excited, um, and but no, it really was as good as we remember it. Yeah, and so the sauce that we had, we had their award-winning sauce, which was the jalapeno honey barbecue. Something like that. I think chili might have been in the name. I was like, I know it was jalapeno something. It was jalapeno, like honey barbecue type of deal. It and was it their number was, one. Yeah, yeah, it was the award-winning sauce, and it was phenomenal. Um, but even diving into the wing, size, great. Um, texture of the outside, it had a little bit of a crunch, and then right into very juicy, tender meat that fell off the bone. Yeah, it was really the sauce that made the difference. Um, it was a really, really good wing, but then when you add like their unique sauce to it, it just bumps it up to that next level. Um, we had some crazy scores and one, you know, debatable, outrageous score, and he's not here to defend himself. Um, but I'm, we'll just say it, Jim Napersack, he gave it a 10. He gave it the perfect 10. And so I wish I was there to, to talk it, about it. And yeah, that's, I mean, it is funny how like people rate wings. So like you have myself, Nick and Jim, who've been doing some of these wing reviews quite often. And then you got TJ and Kit. <laughs> and so Nuge was on our side as well. So, um, Kit, not really good at uh, judging wings. <laughs> he was like, ah, I don't know, eight five, and then he goes, wait, 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 let me think. All right, nine, uh, nine flat, nine flat. All right, so then he gave it a nine, um, and then you have TJ who is overanalyzing it. He's looking at how far away, how convenient the place is, yep. how the service was. He's <laughs> yeah, rating. Which we've taken into consideration sometimes. 
of service and speed and it's hotter now. True. Well, yeah. I mean, the the actual wing itself. I mean, yeah, is different than. TJ is one of the funniest people to do a wing <laughs> review with because of that. He he's like, well, you know, the convenience factor, the uh, you know the the waitress was she fun or not? And yeah, then seriously. He, and when we were at Seven Hills, he's like, mm, it's a little gamey. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Yeah. So, yeah. If you want the entertainment, doing the wing reviews with TJ. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, he yeah uh, he gave it one point one better than the wings here on campus. Uh, at the pub, and he is convinced that they get their wings from the same place. <laughs> yeah, he thinks that the, the buffalo flavor is almost identical to the pub's buffalo, but that when he tried the new sauce, he said the sauce made it better. So <laughs> I, I, it's an interesting take. <laughs> I definitely can taste the difference. But he, he says he's going <laughs> to make us go back and put on put the pub's wings on the exact same plate, <laughs> alternate the wings, and put a blindfold and I, on us. There's no way they're going to be close. No. I mean, they might be somewhat close. <laughs> the, buff- the actual sauce, I didn't have the buffalo, so maybe. Like the buffalo. I mean, yeah, the sauce You'd be able to tell seems, the difference. But right, no, I out, out of the 20 places that we had, if you had all the buffaloes lined up, there'd probably be like four different flavors of right. buffalo. And then also, <laughs> it's funny because TJ's like, you know what? Maybe we need to branch out a little bit on our wings. He's going to go and try and see if they can get some <laughs> more flavors than just buffalo and barbecue. Oh, yeah. For the Which, I, yeah, I'd be down. <clears throat> Maybe make them a little better. But I'll give uh, official scores here. Uh, Nick had a 9.2. Cole had a 9.4. Uh, O'Brien Nugent had a 9.1. TJ Miller with a 9.5. Trevor Kittleson, 9.0. And Jimmy Napperstack with a whopping 10.0. Dude. Which so I saw I that score come across, right. and I, 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 I don't want to say I lost a little respect, but... You're really telling me that is the best wing you ever have had and ever will have? Honestly? Right. I mean, so let, he went through <laughs> the categories. So like he, he said, size, not sure it could have gotten much bigger. Okay, Those yeah, wings were massive. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. The taste of the actual like outside of the wing, like the flavor, perhaps, I mean, it is award winning. So I mean, it it in 2019's best flavor at the contest it was at. So I'm just trying to back him up. So it obviously was good enough to win the best there, Wing Fest. Yeah. So it that could check off that box. The tenderness of the meat was, I mean, it was pretty tender and very flavorful. It was juicy. It was not dry. And I'm saying I'm also talking about consistency. Like not just one wing. Literally every single one of the wings was that way. So, I mean, like, That's fair. to defend and him, like, I don't think it was because, I don't know, always chasing that big white buffalo of, like, that perfect wing. So I won't necessarily yeah. say it unless I were – if you were to try every single wing in the entire universe and then you know you've tried every wing, you can give a 10. Right. But yeah. knowing that there's one That's out there, saying. maybe. But You're I telling mean, me the best wing in even, like, the state of Iowa or <laughs> Illinois is in 10 minutes outside of Dubuque? I don't know maybe. who. All, I don't know. Who, I, <laughs> I, mean, maybe, I don't know who all is. goes to Wingfest, so it could be. Yeah, maybe it is. Because if Wingfest is all of Iowa, then it won. But yeah, I'm but just and then <laughs> there's a panel of judges at this Wing uh, Fest, and TJ was like, "Well, how do you become a judge?" Yeah, <laughs> I, no, that's a real question. Yeah. We should we should be a judge. That. We mean, should try and. We're, when we're is the our resume up? It was over the fall, was, I think. It was yeah. late that? summer, I think. It was yeah. late August. Yeah, I was at a golf tournament. Yeah, I remember that because you yeah. texted. A I was group the only and we're one. Like, hey, we should try and go to this. Yeah, um, but we definitely should look into that. I don't know if we could be a judge, but 
Right. No, at, at least go there. Go and we try judge. some wings. Yeah, and we, we could judge do a own. bunch of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was the it was the best wing I've had so far of all the the twenty places we've been. So. So it it kept up with uh, our original rating. It's still on the top of the list. It was originally a nine point zero two. Now it moved up to closer to a nine point three average. Wow. Um, so I'll keep both of those scores in there just so uh, it's fair. But uh, that is our review as one of it, it as of right now is the best wing in it is. the area. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to our go to the week this week, which again, we're going to vote of the week. So worst of all time in which we are going to go ahead and do worst NBA draft pick. So basically best bust. And we had done this for college quarterbacks before, and now we're doing it for basketball. Um, I've got somebody in mind, but go ahead and lead us off, Cole. All right. I mean, mine hand down is Greg Oden. Greg Oden played his first year after he was drafted. He had played, uh, honestly, only one full season. Within that season... Actually, I take that back. He didn't even play his first season in. His second season in the league, he played in 60 games. He only started 30 of those games. During that year, he only averaged 8.9 points. Then, after that, he played in 2009, 2010, at the age of 22, where he only played in 20 games, and he only started 15 of those games. He missed the next two years. Then he played in 2013 and 14, where he played 23 games, and he only started six of those games, averaging only 2.9 points. Did he? So in his career, he averaged eight points a game. He averaged half an assist, and he averaged 2.4 rebounds. He's a seven-footer. He's a, a center that should average over 10 rebounds. And he was drafted number one overall. And guess who was drafted number two that year? In what year? 2007. Uh, Kevin Durant. Well. <laughs> so Kevin Durant was drafted number two. Al Horford was drafted. Mike Connolly was drafted. Joe Kim Noah was drafted. And both of the Gasol brothers were drafted wow. in that draft. Okay. what Did he play for Ohio State? He did. I remember watching him in college, and he was really good. Um, but I think mine is better. And, again... This is a Detroit player, so it's close to the heart. I had to <laughs> suffer through this. Um, it was Darko Milicic, and he was drafted in 2003 as the second overall pick, only behind LeBron James, and ahead of Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Bosh. <laughs> and That's uh, a solid draft class. I oh, yeah. And <clears throat> he's also seven foot from Serbia. And I, he got in, he was barely put in. I think he averaged, uh, oh, he only averaged, I'm looking at stats here, he only averaged 5.6 minutes per game uh, and would only ever get in in blowouts. He averaged uh, 1.6 points per game. How many seasons <laughs> did he play in the league? Um, okay, so he went uh, with the Pistons until 2006, got traded to the Magic until 2007, then the Grizzlies until 2009, then the Knicks till 2010, then Timberwolves to the 12, uh, then Celtics, and so I guess till 2013. But he was bounced around and never really got any playing time. Um, but just the fact that he was drafted 
second overall the year ahead of all of maybe arguably the best draft class of all time was and and literally did nothing uh it, it, he's the biggest bust in my so opinion. what now to even think that maybe why he was drafted that high what were his stats before he went um, so like odin <clears throat> averaged right. in college 18 points 10 rebounds he well he came from serbia right. he came from a serbia team um it doesn't say his stats for there but um yeah i mean i he had to have been playing well for them to think about drafting him second um what t- he know. went to the pistons yeah he went to the pistons and it was funny cuz i remember we were pistons were good at that time so well we were good the year after we got him um we ended up winning the championship but it was funny because everyone always wanted darko to come in and then he would come in and just play awful he would just mm-hmm. put up like a brick three and then he'd get benched, and like, and after a while, people are like, "Okay, what? This guy is just a bust." Um, and then we went on to have a really good team, but despite having him just sit the bench, could you imagine if like LeBron would have been picked behind, like if he was drafted? <laughs> oh one? yeah, yeah, um, that would have been insane. But see, I mean, this is this is gonna be a good debate because like yours is is very good. Greg Oden never played a full season in the enti- in the league. Um. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And he was drafted number one overall, yeah. ahead of Kevin Durant, who is going down as one of the best scorers. I of all can't time. believe he was ahead of Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, I remember both of watching both of them. Kevin Durant was great in college. I loved watching right. Kevin yeah. Durant in college. At Texas, he was wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how about this? Yours is tough because like your draft class, how it panned out. Right. Those players. Right. Those players, Carmelo, tough, Dwayne Wade in college. I don't know if he was necessarily good enough to possibly be a two pick. Like he was always good and had the potential, right. but I don't know if he was good enough to be a two. Um, right. I, Bosh. Yours would have been e- yours would have been easy, hands down, the best if if it was ahead of LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like uh, I would have just like it folded over. It probably would be considered like yeah. If that were to have happened, then it's probably unanimous across the globe that that was. Oh yeah, even any sport. Yeah, yeah. So I had. Kwame Brown, he was actually drafted out of high school. So as you know, that's very a minuscule group of people. Right. Okay. Drafted out of high school. Is that allowed anymore? Uh, I think you have to go. I think one you year have now. to go at least one year. Okay. Yeah. Either that so, or overseas. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and he quoted to the Wizards coach. He was drafted by the Wizards. If you draft me, you'll never regret it. Okay. <laughs> 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 just oh, looking man. at these stats and looking at <laughs> the teams he's played for, averages averaged career averaged over the twelve years he's played, played for twelve different teams oh, in twelve my. years, averaged six point six points per game, less than one assist. Oh god! And is just nowhere near. How high was he drafted? He was drafted one overall. Really? What number year? one overall in two thousand one? Okay. All right. Okay. So, who else was in that class? That is a good. Ooh, one. I'd have to. I look. just so I I'll just look, looked up look an, okay. another one. My second one that honestly might it's in the discussion. So, <laughs> Anthony Bennett, who was from UNLV, got drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was drafted number one overall. He went to UNLV. He was drafted over Victor Oladipo, Otto Porter. Nerlens Noel at the time was a very good uh, center. Yeah. Um, C.J. McClellan, 
Trey Burke, who was the good point guard from yep, Michigan, yep. Michael Carter Williams, Steven Adams, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Wow, that was a heck of a class too. Dennis Schroeder, Tony Snell, Gorgie Diang, the Plumley, Tim Hardaway, Rudy oh, yeah. Gobert, who's just got Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. So what? And what that year was might this? be 2013. Okay. It may be like the last. Yeah, I remember like, one, but in college. That's Oof. pretty crazy. So, so in 2001, yeah. it wasn't that great of a class, but still, Tyson Chandler, Paul Gasol, Joe Johnson, okay. Zach Randolph. So, I mean, it's a, those are some all-stars. So they're, yeah, yeah, they're all on the all-NBA team, you know. Um, but I just love the fact that he played for 12 different teams in 12 years. Like, that's <laughs> the incredible. Quote, like, the quote makes it the, <laughs> the quote is, if you draft me, <laughs> you'll never regret it. <laughs> See, at least, like, it's yeah. tough. And, like, that is a good one. The thing that sucks is that like Greg Oden didn't even like it was just three years and done. Yeah, like didn't even true. get shipped around. That's true. That's like true. it didn't even give him a shot. It was Did he go to Europe after? No. His knees, like literally oh, his knees Yeah, it was shot. his knees okay. that like he had knee injuries and just didn't get any better and oh, just boom. Okay. Okay. He even so, went he went back to help coach at Ohio State. Okay. Well, you know what? At least like here's the thing with that. It was injury based. So like there's a reason. Whereas like Darko right. just sucked. True, but <laughs> he was like, just bad. You didn't do any of your research because he started it. He missed like some Ohio State's basketball games because of his knees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a really bad draft pick. Well, yeah. It was you know a I mean? bold so, like, draft pick. He had yeah. injuries beforehand. Right. And then, like, that's a red flag to go number one overall over Kevin Durant. Yeah. I, yeah I can't believe it. Yeah. Durant was so good. I'm surprised that yeah. he didn't go ahead of him. And I think one thing to think about is, like, especially with Greg Oden, like, when you play in college, you get a lot of more, like, people who know your name. Like, Kwame, I mean, yeah, he gets all that hype from playing from high school, but you also, like, nobody watches high school basketball games, right, like, right. a regular fan. <clears throat> so I think that's probably why, Greg, like, a lot of people think Greg Oden's a bigger bust because they were like, oh, he played at Ohio State, yeah. like, watching him play. Yeah, I remember. So that's why I think Kwame kind of gets lost in the in the dust a little bit. Yeah, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Yeah, but, dude, here – Another one that we are sleeping on is Anthony Bennett. Like, he went to, like, a smaller school. He went to UNLV. So, like, he had some of, like, the bigger, like, fan base, but still not that big of a school. Like, if you're going to go number one overall and you're going to pick kind of, like, especially in that draft class, one, I'm surprised that Cleveland didn't, like, go down or, like, trade away that first pick because if you look at those players, like, some of those might not have developed. Like, those players now have names in the league. But, like, that wasn't, like, the strongest draft class looking at them from their college stats. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I was number one overall, I am trading away that pick and dropping down. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> but, again, <clears throat> shoot us a message with your opinion on this. And or when you see us in person, feel free to debate it with us. Um, that brings us to our next section, which is, again, which movie has Trent not seen? <laughs> and uh, I like this section because last week you did well. This yeah, week, did good. I think we're going to be a little bit harder on you. Although, I don't know. Mine's tough. I, you definitely could have seen this. So, we watched a movie yesterday. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I said, this definitely is a movie that you have not seen. Have you seen Good Luck, Chuck? No, never even heard <laughs> <it>. <laughs> So, Good Luck, Chuck is a movie about uh, an individual who has, like, in, like, junior high, they're playing, like, spin the bottle, and there's a hex put on him um, that, like, everybody around him will, like, fall in love. So, like, anybody that he had previously dated, um, they will, as soon as, like, they break up with him, they will find their true love and they'll get married. 
So then, <laughs> like, um, that, and then, um, it's like a cheesy rom-com from the 2000s. It's kind of, it it's kind of funny. It it's is pretty funny. It's kind of immature humor, but. Yeah, and yeah. there's some great one-liners, so you'll have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Add that one yeah. to the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could have saw it if you would have watched it with it. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> um, all right, mine is the Lego movie. I haven't seen it. The, like the Lego movie, not like the spinoffs. I don't think I have. Oh, okay. I, I know I haven't. I haven't seen I don't it. Think I it's, think a, I it's good. Like really? if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a ninety-nine percent or something crazy. And I saw it in theaters, and it lived up to it. It's a really entertaining. Movie, I'm like confusing, confusing myself because I think. Like I've just seen so many commercials about it. Yeah. You know? like, well, since then like there's been out. like a bunch of different and there's weird like so many Lego like movies, but I'm talking ones, about like yeah. the Lego movie that was in theaters. Uh, Will Ferrell's in it. I don't it's think great. I did. All right. Well, we're gonna watch it then. Add that to the list. There we go. You failed this week. <laughs> <laughs> so zero oh, for two on this one. Man. Ouch. All right. Well, it's a good thing we added that section so we can just keep adding <laughs> just, to the list. Yeah. All right. That brings us to questions from the fans now. All right. We got some good ones this week. And we seem to be, we like, our listeners must love animals because we got another dog <laughs> or animal question. Uh, if you were a dog, what breed would you be? Or I mean, what breed would you want to be? Because um, it could be different. Same thing. Right. Well, but, I mean. I oh, think it's I a, see what you're saying. Like, if you What do were, I think I would right. be or do you think what I would want to be? Well, I think there's two different answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mine would be the same for both. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think That's I would, I'd be a lab. Uh, because okay. it's active and swims. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> That's me. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I like to be outside. I like to run around, play frisbee, swim. That's that's a good... I actually... They're not like the most like cuddly dog, but they are the most fun dog, I would say. Um, but and like it's funny because Coda, Cole's <laughs> dog, she's wild and definitely like hates to cuddle, but she looks like a dog <laughs> that would want to cuddle. Right. That is true. It's very that's interesting. True. Um, I would probably be a, I want, I don't know. I'd want to probably be a golden retriever. Um, I don't know if it's be just because I've had golden retrievers in the past and they've been literally the best dogs I've ever had. I had, um, Molly who died because she had too large of a heart. Ooh. Um, and then we always said that was crazy. That's the way that she went. Right. Um, and then my blind dog, Brandy, who was literally the best, like, she would lay there next to you, like literally no problems. Like she would go to the door, she was able to ring the bell. So I don't know if it's just because I've been so like blessed with two great dogs that I would want to be a golden retriever. But I think golden retrievers are just easy going, great to be around. So I think I'd want to be and would be a golden retriever. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would want to be like a some sort of like Malamute or like a husky, just because mm-hmm. I like how like big and scary they look <laughs> but i feel like i'm a little bit more of like a english bulldog and like <laughs> you like walk across the room and it's like panting because it's out of breath like i feel like that describes me a little bit better i can um, see that i guess but i feel like a husky would be pretty sweet yeah yeah huskies are a cool dog huskies would be sweet minus like if you lived in a, like the correct environment oh, like yeah. if you I mean, lived in like in an like iowa or like a but man if you were like a husky that lived in like, like arizona wouldn't happen. It is. Well, yeah, uh, that yeah, wouldn't work out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. What's the worst hairstyle you've ever had? Okay, <clears throat> I've had a lot of bad hairstyles. So I'm gonna. I I had like a Pee Wee Herman hairstyle <laughs> like back in the day. Where it's like straightforward and then straight up with gel. <laughs> had that when I was younger. 
Um, I, I feel I, like we need to post some pictures of these. If we this was when any. I was we, in like uh, third, we might have grade. to find some pictures of. I gotta of find these, some. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, I've I've gone completely bald twice, where I've like really? taken a razor blade to my head. Wow. Bald. For swimming, For I could imagine yeah. some of the haircuts you've had. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I did it in eighth grade, and I did it in my freshman year of college. Wow. And then, um, and then there was a year, maybe even two years, where I I never wore a cap in practice, so. The chlorine just ate my hair, and basically, I had like cotton candy. It was like bleach blonde cotton candy hair from just the chlorine. I could like rip out a ball of it Jeez. just with my hand anytime I wanted. It was bad, <laughs> but yeah, that's probably mine. Um, when I was younger, I had like a I had a flat top, so like sides just straight, kind of like military flat top. Um, I, I cannot know. see you with that. No, no. that's crazy. Um, I've had my fair share of mohawks. Ooh, um, I have had plenty of mohawks, but those aren't bad haircuts. I'm a big mohawk fan. Well, you got a mohawk for every I, football every season. football season from freshman year to when I stopped playing junior year of college. Well, it I depends on what fall. kind of mohawk. If it's a legit mohawk where it's like you're bald on the sides, and then it's like a mohawk. I mean, I wasn't bald, but I would go down to like a one. Okay. Oh. And did you have a, like a rat tail with it? No, or? no, no. Okay, it yeah, wasn't a very good. long mohawk. I never okay. got into like the super long ones, right? But right. it was more of like a buzz cut mohawk. Okay, yeah, that's not a bad look. I got some like from my eighth grade graduation. I got like frosted tips. <laughs> oh god, I had those in like elementary school, oh, or like god. the like cheetah print, you know, like on your hair, uh, like the blonde, like. Yeah, you know. yeah, I know what you're talking. And about. then like the classic bowl cut. Did you have that? Yeah, I had that. Like when in I was like little. middle school, yeah. I had terrible hair. <laughs> it was so bad. What were your parents? Yeah, doing I don't, you? I don't know. I don't that's know. Funny. <laughs> All right, next question. What bad smell do you really hate the most? Uh, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is sulfur. Uh, we were driving around in Miami, and they must have had like a water treatment plant where they were using sulfur, and it was the worst. I would never really been exposed to that smell before. Uh, I can't stand it. And yeah. then one of my swimmers was telling me that uh, they that's what hot springs smell like, or at least in a certain area. Huh. I was like, oh, I can never go then. Yeah. There's just no way. It's the worst smell. I think I agree with you. I think sulfur yeah. might be the worst. That or, dude, so I'm going to go a little bit more like, I guess not like realistic, but like more that I probably smell. Golf shoes that are left in a bus, <laughs> that bus oh, smells like God, crap. Or <laughs> like when people show up to like Orange Theory and they either don't like wash their clothes or like don't wear deodorant. So like BO is, <laughs> oh man, just put some deodorant on. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I can um, see that. All right, next one. Craziest diet you've ever had? All right, mine. <laughs> I don't. I, okay, so we were we have what is called like uh, this like plunge day, uh, which like the new members uh, that are joining like a fraternity, um, they like we go. We have this big old ordeal. All of the fraternities like get together, um, and we always like wear body paint and whatnot. So to like cut the few extra pounds like the week before. We all, and like, not like all in the fraternity, but like the guys that were like trying to look like super cut. We did this military diet that was literally like saltine crackers, like a certain amount of water, and then like three or four different like types of fruit that you could eat. And we tried it. And I may, <laughs> so that's, that's number one. So I tried it and I don't know if I made it the whole week, but I think I made it like three days and I was probably grumpy. That is insane. And then another one I did was I tried to do a liquid, like it was only smoothies. Oh, like a cleanse, I, kind of like a cleanse, but like it was like only smoothies with like, like so no like carbs. All I yeah. I lasted like two days on that, 
and I was, I was grumpy, like hangry, dude. When max. you don't have like <laughs> actual like chewing something, I've never thought that, like I could. I don't know if I could make it drinking out of a straw for like my meals. For, that like, sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I that was bad. <laughs> um. I mean, I haven't really done any crazy diets. I've done normal diets where it's like, uh, I, I mean, I've done intermittent fasting. That's that's great. Yeah. But that's really not that hard if you just choose like an eight-hour window. I did do it like I, I was living with Cole before and did like an extreme version of it for a week. Four hours. Where I did, I think I did a four-hour, yeah, four-hour window where I tried to eat like 3,000 calories in four Jeez. hours. Yeah, dude, you should have saw some of the meals <laughs> that he was eating. It was bad. It didn't work very well. But it like did bad work. food? Yeah, it was it was like a dirty three thousand calories. Yeah, that's the I only mean, way I knew well, how to do it. That but, because like he couldn't like physically eat that much well, in that short saying. hour like, span. If you're eating yeah. healthy food, like just like straight chicken and like vegetables, you're like that gonna, is so hard to get yeah. that many calories. Right, but then you he also the reason for the fasting is like the metabolism. So you could have carbs. Dude, this dude would pound some pasta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a whole bag of ravioli. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Yeah, but uh, I didn't do that. But I expanded it out and did that for like months and I'm doing it kind of right now. Um, but I'd say the hardest thing for me was I did a low carb diet once. And for me, that's less than 50 grams of carbs per day. For Jeez. most people, that's not that low, but for me, it's really low. So that was tough. I did that for a couple months, but it works. I mean, it works really well. You lose yeah. a lot of weight. Um, but that was hard. I don't think I've done any crazy diets. I'm not much of a dieter if you if you <laughs> me, but yeah, I mean, I've done like intermittent fasting and stuff like that, but I know I think it's crazy when like just like looking back at like football, like football in college, when like it's like the reverse diet, like <laughs> when you right, have to eat like to, five or yeah. six thousand calories because like there's guys that are too small that are trying to book up like that blows my mind. Right. We yeah. could go into the old wrestling diet plan. Oh, oh, Mine man. when I was in wrestling, the, like it wasn't like what I ate. It was how much like it, the actual thing that I ate weighed. That's so, incredible. So, like, oh, yeah. if it was, like, meat day, I would go and weigh, like, the amount of Cheerios that would get to a certain amount and, like, a bottle of water and how much that would weigh. That way it wasn't necessarily what I was consuming, but, like, literally what I put in my body, how much that made me yeah. gain weight. That's insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Last question. And this might be my favorite question we've done. <laughs> it just cracks me up. Would you rather go to your 20-year high school reunion and have nobody remember who you are, or have everybody comment on how old you look. <laughs> and everybody know who you are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that I'm probably going to go back to mine and nobody's not going to know. And you're going to look old and have nobody know who <laughs> yeah. you are. Oh, that'd be the worst. Yeah. I don't know about old, because I'm have a pretty i pretty young looking, so yeah, I don't think it'd true, be true. the old one. But I, I mean, I don't know. Dude, who are you again? <laughs> you look old, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because they would know who you are. If you look, old. If, to, if you yeah. look, if you look old, they'd be like, "Didn't you have your reunion like ten years ago?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, probably look young and nobody know who I am. Really? Then have everybody know who I am? It's a tough one. I think I would rather look old and have everyone know who I am. You you definitely feel you feel more validated when everyone remembers yeah. you. But at the same time, when if everyone's commenting that you look old, <laughs> yeah, that is something's true. wrong. That is true. And are they nice about it, or are they like, "Dang, you did not age well." That's another thing. I feel the range of comments. I think either way, right? So I'd probably just go. Nobody. Nobody? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably rather go with no one remember me. In really, the yeah. I think that would bother me. <clears throat> like, well, people be it, like, "What's your annoying. name again?" It's annoying, but it's not relevant to your life right now. See, okay, that's true. But that's you fair. can just so, like, eh. that's fair. Let's go into the psychology side of this. Okay. So, we have a football player yeah. who was probably pretty popular yeah. in high school. Golfer, wrestler, swimmer. Yeah. The two people who chose probably, I probably wouldn't say I was the most popular, so probably people didn't know me in high school, so I wouldn't be surprised if people didn't know who I was. That's fair. Deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So therefore, my answer on my psychology side of things is, that's probably what's going to happen. No, so I really don't want to be known. But, but it'd be different in college. In college, <laughs> yeah, true. I, brought, I true. knew a lot more people than I did in high school. In high school, I also had my dad who was a teacher, so I tried to stay lay low. <laughs> so yeah, then people probably didn't want to also hang yeah. out. I'm on the side, though, on my psychology end is I don't really care what people think like of what I look like. Ah. Yeah, this is true. That you, but do, like that you do that? No. No, like, right. I oh, so that's why you chose, that's why you people, chose the old. People think I'm old, yeah. Well, I guess it, yeah, it's a, it's a matter of what you value more. Yeah. But, I, I mean, the thing is, it's tough because, like I said, on one end, it's like, if if there's no going back, if you're aged, if you aged really badly, you're not going <laughs> to somehow, like, right. look better. But if you are not remembered, you could just kind of brush it off, and it really yeah. doesn't affect your day-to-day life, whereas, yeah. like, you looking old does affect your day-to-day life, I potentially. Guess. Yeah, that's true. Um. But no, I mean, I'm looking forward to that 20 year reunion because I, I mean, I'm not living anywhere near anyone from high school, so yeah, it's fun when I go yeah, back. That that's, that's true. true. That is and very see true. them, especially because my 10 year is coming up. Yeah, I'm in one year. And mine's probably a little bit different because, like, the friend, the people that I hung out with high school, like the f- like the core group that I had, like I still talk to them. Like, and the other ones that I didn't hang out with, I like honestly could probably care less if yeah, like, right, I saw them right. again. Yeah. But like, so like, I'm happy with the guys that like I already know. So that's, I guess we're on my side of things. Right. That's true. Makes sense. That's true. But that was a good question. Yeah. Like that was probably one of my favorites. Uh, but that's all the questions that we had. Don't forget if you have any questions, you could DM us on Twitter at Loris podcast. Um, and while you're there, you could also check out our other Loris podcasts, uh, the Loris women's leadership Alliance, the Brett and Andy experience and the Dewhawk digest. Sweet. Now we're going into coach's corner. Nick, you want to leave us off? Sure. Yeah. So this week, again, it's, this is a little bit more for advanced slash um, someone that's looking to compete uh, in breaststroke. So someone that's learning breaststroke and or just wants to make their breaststroke a little bit more efficient. Um, the most basic way to put it would be that you would want a wider pull and a more narrow kick. Um, think like frog, frog kick would be breaststroke uh, if you want to think of it like that. But a good, easy drill to try to narrow your kick would be to put a pull buoy in between your legs and still complete the breaststroke kick. So what that's going to do is it's going to force your thighs to stay closer together. And then what you want to try to do is still get your ankles out wide and squeeze the, the finish of the kick, but without letting the pull buoy fall away. And it might take a couple of times for you to figure out how to do that. Um, but once you get it down, it's going to translate well into your actual breaststroke kick, allowing you to keep that kick a little bit more narrow so that it can keep up with the tempo and the rhythm of your stroke. Hopefully you're able to understand that. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Um, I am fascinated with how much I've learned about the swimming stroke in just a short matter of time because it's been a while since I had gotten like a swim lesson or actually even probably swam. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. I Shout know. out to my mom. I've never gotten swim lessons, and I'm really bad at swimming. Well, you should have gotten swimming. <laughs> and, like, I, I think I brought it up, like, a year or two ago to, like, my parents, and they were like, what? You didn't get swimming lessons? And I was like, nope. <laughs> never. Well, I mean, most pools only go to six feet, so you're probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> you just stand. <laughs> true. That is very true. Um, all right. Coach's Corner on the golf side of things. So we're going to go into that lovely bunker. Um, oh, so yeah. a couple things here to focus on. Uh, one thing, there's a big thing on how the sand is. So if you have wet sand, it's going to change. But today we're going to go with the, your standard dry. So these next couple weeks we'll go through the bunker game. If it's dry, if it's wet, and if you got a fried egg. So today mm-hmm. we're going to go with the dry sand. Um, you got a decent lie. One thing uh, why we're practicing is we're going to take a dollar bill size. So uh, we're going to make one line behind the ball, about two to three inches behind that ball, and then a, about another line about two to three inches in front of that ball. Um, you're going to open up your stance. Your feet are going to be a little bit wider than usual. And by opening your stance, I mean we're going to take that left foot and we're going to aim it about 45 degrees left of the target that you're actually aiming to. You're then going to rotate. You're going to open up that face. And then one of the biggest things is making sure that we accelerate through that golf ball. So we're taking that dollar bill sized divot, starting about two to three inches, and we're going to splash it out. It'll land just a few feet short of that pin and then release about three to four feet towards that pin. See, my problem is when I go into the bunker, I'm always like, okay, got to do this, got to do that, got to do that, got to do that. And boom, only sand, or and rocket <laughs> to the other side. It's true. Like, I tried to do everything. I have to say, this happened to me, and he, we played together, and he taught me, he literally said that same exact speech, and it worked. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can't do it every time. But, right, right. But the, the biggest thing, why, you're so, like, we have uh, the players, like, dig into the sand, so, like, your feet, is it necessarily to, like, one, it, yes, it does help you give it, but you actually are testing <laughs> The surface. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to make sure that if you are digging in your feet and you're seeing there's no sand, then we got to take that. You're going to take less of a swing because you don't want to take too far behind the ball because then you're going to hit the balance on the club and it's going to go right into the ball and then that's why you're going to blade it. Right. So anytime that you do go in there, make sure that you're digging your feet in to make sure there's a lot of sand, not a lot of sand, and whatnot. So make sure that because you're not supposed to test the surface, but make sure that you're digging your feet in to get that feel of that ground and then be able to know what the ball is going to do. That makes sense, yeah. It works. Listen to that one. I'm excited for when we can all golf again. Yeah, me too. Same. We need the summer. A few months. <laughs> Come on. Please don't be a long winter. Let <laughs> yeah. time go by. Groundhog Day. Isn't that next week? No way. When is it? Didn't it already happen? No, I don't no. think so. I think it's like... I thought oh, it was, I just watched the movie I thought Groundhog it was Day. Day. <laughs> in like March. No, uh, it's Sunday. Oh, yeah. All right. Really? Uh, February wow. 2nd. that early? Nice. Yeah. Well, doesn't it always just say I mean, long winter? Yeah, pretty much. Great. I wonder what the like if it's like a what percentage is you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it's not fifty fifty, I doubt. There's no way. But I'd be curious. Almost every year I say that it's always longer. Say it's a long winter. <laughs> yeah. Well it's like, like oh. how do you not see your shadow? <laughs> <laughs> and we listen to a groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> also true. like we, we could just make up whether or not it's like, oh we think he saw it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna go into that dad joke of the week. You ready? No, because <laughs> I didn't get the last one, so I'm just hoping I get this one. Uh, all right. I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I, <laughs> I get that one, at right. least. I think the other one might have been This one needs. This one needs a little bit more of a build-up than, like, 
Yeah. Saying like, oh, hey, you know what, Billy? I don't always trust dares or something like that. <laughs> Versus I don't trust yeah, dares. That's, yeah, that would have been uh, good. So, but yeah, there you go. Uh, you could turn that one into a knock-knock joke. Like, knock-knock, who's there? Uh, actually, you don't... <laughs> never no, mind. That would not work. <laughs> I don't so know what I'm thinking. Just go well, ahead and cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and cut that. Thanks for listening in. Catch you next week.